0: Welcome to Living Box Free. Our mission is to help you break out of the box of worldly expectations.
1: We're here to help you find your unique journey to a healthy, fulfilled life.
0: Welcome. It is the end of 2020. Whoop, 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 whoop. What? Yeah. Does, did that feel like a decade to anyone else yes, in one year? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, this is a, a special podcast. It's our first one, Ash and me, just the two of us, as we close out this crazy year of 2020. And we're going to think through today a little bit of what 2020 has taught us, mm-hmm. how we've grown potentially some humor sprinkled in there. Hopefully. Hopefully. (laughs) And then uh, we'll talk a little bit about 2021. What does that hold for us? But then also, how do we think through for those people who love New Year's and a fresh start? How do we think through setting some goals for this upcoming year? Before we jump into things. Yes. Our favorite question. What is on the rise for you this week, Ash?
1: On the rise for me this week is medieval torture. It's really a good time.
0: (laughs) 2020. (laughs) 2020. That's like the party for 2020. (laughs) (laughs) Why not bring it back?
1: (laughs) Exactly. Let's really bring like the worst of every century and bring it back in 2020. I'm imagining horses. Horses. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pulling. No, it's more like a, like a torture rack, you know, where they tie your your wrists and your ankles and then they pull you apart. So this, it's a little bit better than that. It's at the chiropractor office. It's called a decompression table.
0: Oh, that and sounds way more pleasant. Talk they, about rebranding. Yeah, ex- <laughs>
1: exactly. But it's the same thing. So they strap around your chest, like around your rib cage, and then they strap around, like put a separate strap around your hips, and then oh. they put like a pulley system onto the one with your hips, and then they pull, and they put up to like 30 pounds of pressure or something, Whoa. and they pull. Basically, they're just pulling your spine apart.
0: For how long?
1: It like um, goes in and out for mm. 20 minutes.
0: Does it f- feel good? good
1: it doesn't feel bad really because they're not pulling you as far apart as you know
0: the medieval days The medieval
1: days we've come a long ways from then but yeah (laughs) yeah
0: it doesn't feel terrible our pain tolerance isn't as high (laughs)
1: exactly (laughs) exactly So it helps the back pain that I'm experiencing. Yeah.
0: But yeah, medieval torture. That's mm. what's on the rise for me. How about you? I'm sorry you're experiencing back pain. Thank you. If you need me to pull your arms and legs. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> Just we'll get, let me we'll know. we Sawyer to hold my feet. You can pull yeah. my arms. It'll be much more delicate in <laughs> <than> the chiropractic <laughs> office. What's on the rise for me this, this week, or I should say this month, <laughs> is any type of food I can microwave Mm. or I don't have to cook at all. (laughs) I feel like maybe a lot of us are in this stage. It's the end of the year. You're like, you know what? What the heck? January's coming. I can have a better transformation story if I just throw in the towel now. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just going to enjoy myself. I have no motivation to cook. And yes, I know a lot of this is probably taking care of another human that's fully dependent on me. Oh, yeah. And I just, by the end of the day, I'm like, no, I don't want to cook. So... I'll do this egg witch, Jimmy Dean's egg witch. I can microwave or, yeah. uh, yes. Yeah, a lot of cauliflower chips and Czech's cereal. I don't even, I
1: really don't even eat cereal. I've never mm. really been a cereal person, but I've gone through, I think six or seven boxes of peanut butter and chocolate Cheerios in the last month. Peanut butter and chocolate—I've yeah. not had those. Oh, well, it's kind of like the Reese's Puffs, but they're—it's oh, yeah. Cheerios. It's healthier. It it's has healthier. a heart heart health on exactly. it. Exactly. So it must be yeah. good oh, for it's, us. It's definitely good for me. It's real <laughs> yeah. peanut butter and real
0: chocolate. <laughs> Protein. They—I'm sure it's like dark chocolate, great for your heart. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well. Yeah. We're keeping it. We're keeping it simple here. December of 2020. I'm sure when you you hear from us in January, our eating habits will probably have evolved at hopefully. that point. Yeah. Yes. We'll see. Speaking of 2020, we're going to take some time to reflect on this year and then think about 2021. Before we jump into things, 2020, I mean, social media has blown up and yes, positive and negative. One of our favorite things has been seeing all of these 2020 like memes Uh and comparisons. So Ash, I'd love to hear what are some of your favorite illustrations you have seen on social media of 2020? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think mine are the like if 2020 had a spokesperson or if 2020 was a person. Those are my favorites. Uh, The (laughs) spokesperson one is the mayhem guy from the insurance commercials. The guy that like he's I need to look, you know, hanging on to the back of the pickup truck. Oh, yeah. 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 His name is mayhem. I'm not sure why, but if 2020 mm -hmm. had a spokesperson, it would be mayhem. Um, I think you're not going to get this one either, (laughs) but it's okay. I don't care. If 2020 was a person, it would be Dolores Umbridge. From Harry Potter, and my fellow Harry Potter fans will get that.
0: So cat plates. It in there.
1: Yes, <laughs> you're reading my notes. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, she has. When you say I'm not going to get it, I got to read the notes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she has cat plates hanging on the wall. She's just a real, oh. real weird, not great person. So ooh, there, there you go.
0: 2020 full, of, full of weird.
1: And then I've really, speaking of weird, I've really enjoyed the 2020 bingo cards, like. Oh, Oh, I didn't have that on my 2020 bingo card. Yes. Or who had murder hornets on their 2020 bingo card? (laughs) Or like I saw one recently that had monkey wars. I guess in certain places, a lot of animals live on the food that tourists give them. And so Mm -hmm. since there haven't been tourists, then these animals are behaving differently than they normally would. So there's basically like monkey gang wars happening in some countries in the east.
0: Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. Poor monkeys. Exactly. (laughs) They're they're bored too, uh, (laughs) just like us. Did you
1: have monkey wars on your bingo card?
0: Wow. I I, nope, nope. That's that's (laughs) first I've heard of monkey wars. Wow. How about you? I actually, you while while you were sharing some of your illustrations, I thought of something that's not in the notes. Yes, and it's not exactly social media. There's a commercial, and it's Match.com. So a dating commercial. I don't know if you've seen this. I don't think so. It is hilarious. It has Satan like in hell and he's so lonely. And then all of a sudden he, it, his phone bings and he has a match and then he's meeting this match under a bridge and it's this this beautiful girl. And he's like, are you two zero two zero? And she goes, call me 2020. <laughs> and then as Satan and this girl called 2020 yeah. and they're like sitting in the movie theaters eating popcorn by themselves, oh, like gosh. in a stadium having a picnic and there's no one there. Yeah. Uh, it is hilarious. That's
1: very funny. Yeah.
0: I'm literally like, oh my gosh. I have Match, not seen that. No. Match.com. You guys blew that one out of the water. Wow. <laughs> so that's not social media. Yeah. But I, I, every time I've seen it on, it's like on Hulu. Yeah. And Tristan and I are like, oh, that's good. That's really funny. That's really good. Social media wise, Matt Girls, if you're out there, I saw you share this. I loved it. It's the hula hoop made of bob wire.
1: Mm. If 2020
0: was a hula hoop. Yeah. And then also there was a, if 2020 was a toothbrush and it was like the toilet brush, <laughs> I was like, oh, that's pretty good too. Yeah, that's rough. So my, my illustrations are much simpler. <laughs> that's how my mind works. Yeah. like the visual. simple, silly. Very yes. visual. I but like the it. Match.com commercial, y'all should go look it up. Mm. It's okay. pretty funny. I will. All right. So as we jump in, <laughs> we're going to start off with funny and yes. then we'll jump into the hardness serious and uh, seriousness of 2020, but also still kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. We, so we highly encourage you all. It's the end of the year and it's so easy to say this year sucked or this year was hard. I want to forget it. It felt like a decade. Yes, yes, yes. However, every year gives us something. Ash and I are going to go back and forth. We're going to ask ourselves some questions and reflect on the year of 2020. Highly encourage you capture down these questions, not our answers, (laughs) but these questions to ask yourself because each year builds, builds up our capabilities and who we are and what we have. And we would be at a loss if we didn't take advantage of that going into the new year.
1: Yeah. So let's start off with if you were to personally pick one word that best describes your 2020 experience, what would it be? So Becky, what would your word
0: be? My word would be resilience. Mm, That's a good one. Yeah. What about you, Ash?
1: Patience. I feel like I've, yeah, it's, brought a lot of patience in my life yes do you want to expand on resilience
0: yeah yeah and actually it's interesting this one word concept i know a lot a lot of people out there potentially you've heard of this but you've heard of the one word for the next year yeah yeah so uh, i actually really like doing this one word reflection from the year that's happened uh i tried it i tried to come up with a word for the upcoming year and it wasn't exciting enough for me yeah (laughs) i got tired of my one word (laughs) shocking yeah we're all shocked yeah uh, so I, I really like to reflect on the year and think of one word for me. Resilience really comes from so many of the unknowns and truly, I, I mean, resilience, a lot of it was developed from us being small business owners and having to shut down our business and so much fear, stress, some of the fastest decisions we had to make with the most limited amount of information. Yeah. I mean when we had to shut our business, masks were not required, all that stuff, like the world was very it was it was very early and it was still very different than what it is today. Today yeah. there's a lot more guidance or rules and then having to shift a completely in-person business model to virtual and just yeah, seeing people put memberships on hold and the fear of oh my gosh, we have bills to pay. So that that's really where the, where the resilience started. And as the year has gone, I think a lot more of it has come through being resilient in sticking to what you feel is right for you and your family, even though there's a million opinions out there. <laughs> and yes. you just have to you have to look at what's in front of you and what do you need to do. And I mean, I'm a people pleaser, so that's really hard for me because I want to make everyone happy.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think patience for me, has come out in all of the, it's been a lot of obstacles, but it's also been trying to remember that it won't always be this way. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a large portion of patience for me is remembering, okay, I mean, I got COVID. It was not a pleasant experience. Thankfully I had a pretty mild case, but it was not pleasant. And it felt like, am I going to be tired forever? Am I going to have lung capacity issues forever? and already is improving so no the answer is no and i think waiting that out and learning to wait that out in a hopeful way is where i've learned patience mm-hmm. and i would it's not just covid it's other things across the board in life
0: this year but that's where that came from we'll probably get to some more some more of those yes. things yes we probably will <laughs> well what what are you most thankful for from 2020 the year of 2020
1: i honestly i feel like there are so many things i could list i but mostly primarily it's my friends I, and I could list each individual person and why I'm thankful for them specifically, but for the most part, it's just my community, the people that have been there, the people that have made it fun, the -hmm. people that have been willing to, to do the weird and crazy things, the quarantine Christmases and the, you know, the people that have said, yeah, let's figure out how to make life. Okay. When life is not okay. I think that's what I've been the most thankful for. I have had, my job has been very flexible. I still have a job. I survived COVID. I can be thankful for all those things, but the friends got me through each situation, and that's what I'm really thankful for. What about you?
0: I mean, it's it's hard not to say people, right? Yeah. <laughs> the The first thing I put on my list, and it's just crazy. I feel like me being pregnant felt so long ago, but it's all happy. Like majority of that pregnancy was this year. Yeah, and now I have my son Sawyer, and. It's hard not to think of him first for what I'm thankful for. Of course, to be able to to harvest this human from my body, and he turned, he came out. Is there a, a great yield? He's doing good. I'm sorry, <laughs>
1: harvest. Wow. Okay,
0: uh, it was a good growing season this oh my, year. Oh my god, <laughs> 2020. I mean, I, it's there are so many moments throughout 2020. I was like, wow. I literally, I got to work from home all of my second and third trimester. The ability, it sounds silly, I know COVID's out there, but the ability to stay healthy was something I was very happy to have, the accessibility to go on walks in between calls, uh, literally just going between our house and the gym, that was it. So Sawyer's definitely what I'm most thankful for. I will say it's hard not to say friendships. Certain friendships got a lot deeper, I would say, over this year, and certain friendships I also realized you know, maybe those weren't the most intentional relationships and, you know, people are in your lives for different reasons. And this year I feel like certain individuals, it just got a lot deeper and that was cool to experience. Yeah.
1: So thinking back over this year, it's most people would describe it as just such a really difficult experience. Some people will probably say worst year of their lives, which is absolutely understandable, but I think we both Want to be able to focus on some of the ways in which it was a positive experience because it's helpful to remember that even the worst things, it's not all bad. And so let's talk about the things we did this year to try to make it joyful, to try to make it fun. So, what did you do this year that was either outside of the box or just you that made it fun?
0: Outside of the box, live <laughs> in <and> box free. <laughs> and now we have a new theme song. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be making jingles in 2021. Harvesting
1: babies, <laughs> in <living> box free. <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, well, I, the podcast is actually the first thing that was on my list. I looked at my mirror. I look at my mirror every day, but I looked at my mirror this morning specifically and was (laughs) like, I need,
1: (laughs) sometimes I leave the house without looking at the mirror. So it's good. You leave, you look at the mirror. My toothbrush and toothpaste is
0: right in front of my mirror. So
1: mine is too. You would think I would look, but I don't. So good job doing that. It's
0: better this way. Anyway, keep going. Uh, so I was looking on my mirror. I have two pieces of paper, my superhero creed. And above that I have my, my three top goals for 2020. And I'm like, Oh, I need to take that down. I need to put new ones up. And the first one was on the rise. 2019 was when we talked about this vision, loving leadership and growing and development. And this podcast was not the direction we were thinking about going. However, it has been so fun and a cool way to stimulate our minds and our learning and meet new people through who we interview so that that for me selfishly that's one of my favorite ways that this year was fun and joyful. I know not everyone out there is like, oh, I'm going to start a podcast. Uh, some people, I know we have one or two listeners who's interested in doing that. Yeah. Uh, other things that really stood out: work, working out. I know, I know, I'm a workout junkie. When we were shut down, meeting up with people at tracks and staying, you know, responsible, far apart, using our own equipment. That was so much fun. And it was just, it was cool. It was like seeing your teacher outside of school. It's like <laughs> you're seeing your gym buddies yeah. outside of the gym. You're like, oh my gosh, like a field trip. Or at I'm like, I I was went to like three tracks I've never been to. And yeah. you're just like, oh, this is so cool. Uh yeah. So that I mean, yes, once again, I'm crazy. However, I love that. And I have many fond memories of doing some workouts with buddies out at some tracks and other places. Other another big piece for me was walks and phone calls. The last thing I wanted to do at the end of the day was be on another zoom call. And, and I actually was thinking about this when you're on zoom and your videos on you, you're thinking about your body and what you're doing and you have to sit and be present and phone calls. I loved going on walks and being able to physically move and and I'm not looking at social media. I'm talking on the phone with a friend, a family member. I absolutely love that. I talked more to friends, especially people back in Kansas, than I ever have since I moved to Indiana. Yeah, that's awesome. So for me, that was another piece that was brought a lot of joy. I know now it's winter, so it's harder to do. Uh, uh, little things. I know you mentioned quarantine Christmas. I'm going to let you talk more about that. That was a hoot and a blast. Uh, And it's crazy to think that you guys have decorated for Christmas twice now in 2020. I know, but it doesn't feel like it. It doesn't. No. It feels like quarantine Christmas was a long time ago. And then peacock Thanksgiving. Enough said. Like, (laughs) we have a new Thanksgiving tradition. It's pot roast pants and a peacock on the wall. (laughs) My little Sawyer will be making peacocks in kindergarten when everyone else is making turkeys.
1: Yep. And that's really all you need to know about that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Creating new traditions.
1: Exactly. The pilgrims had
0: peacocks too, I'm sure.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. So tell us, how did you make this year joyful?
1: Yeah. Quarantine Christmas. I mean, I talked about that on the podcast before. Basically, we just decided here are the events we're doing for Christmas. Did most of them virtually. We had a carol sing, which was hilarious including like some Sia songs and some, I don't know. It was just really, it was fun. Um, It was. I mostly listened. Anyway. Yeah. Quarantine Christmas was fun. Uh, Yeah. Like you said, working out with other people, I just had two friends that we really enjoyed working out together and we just, we made it a thing and it became a thing in our neighborhood that we would work out every day and people would come by and heckle us. And that was really fun.
0: Um, offer you wine? Yeah, tequila? offer us wine, Is that tequila,
1: and tequila. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ladies need to drink more. Okay. <laughs> it's 2020. Get your liquor. I think we're drinking enough, but all right. <laughs> um, and then I think a lot of, it's been hard to set big goals because you just never know what's coming. I mean, even working out, it's hard to know with a back injury, it's hard to, it's hard to plan ahead in 2020. And so I've been trying to set little goals of things that are basically unimportant, but they're fun. So my roommate and I have been watching through all of the Marvel movies in chronological order. We're over halfway through. So we watched Ant-Man last night. That's How many are there? 23, I think. Awesome. Yeah. So something like that. Or we just played through all of uh, the new Zelda game, Age of Calamity. Um, finishing jigsaw puzzles. Just things that are, they're little, but you feel like you're kind of accomplishing something. But mm-hmm. it's fun. You're accomplishing a fun task, but you have a goal to work toward. And then mostly for me, it's been reading. I've just been reading a ton this year. It's kind of come and gone. So one month I'll read 10 books and then the next month I'll read one book. And right now we're in a one book month, but (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what happened. (laughs) So I've been at 59 books since the beginning of December. So I think I'm going to make it to 60
0: by the end of the year, but we'll see. I have no doubt. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. You're just eating Cheerios instead.
1: (laughs) Exactly. So more fun things. What fun things are you planning to end the year just to wrap up and enjoy, celebrate a little bit of life? What are you yeah. planning on?
0: Uh, one, of, one of the activities happened last weekend, and I figured I'd share because I know people are going to be doing some virtual holiday parties. Yeah, Our gym, we always do a holiday party, and we decided we've got to keep that tradition going. We did one over Zoom. It was It was fun. We had everyone introduce themselves, fun fact, and we had a – Dress up contest, which your roommate won. I still need to give her her prize. Ah, yes. She was a legit tree, Christmas tree, <laughs> for this party. And then we did a Secret Santa gift exchange, which was fun. However, it took a long time. Mm, I believe that <laughs> to get through everyone on the phone. They'd open their gift and they try to guess who it was. And then that next person, whoever was their Secret Santa, would open it. Overall, for first virtual holiday party with like, I think there were thirty people. I think it went pretty well. Good. Uh, Next year, we'll probably, hopefully, be able to be face-to-face. Yeah. The other pieces for us, we're really thinking about how do we create new traditions as a family of three now? Even though Sawyer is not going to remember, at least I can say, oh, yeah, we've done this every year since you were born. So that's one piece, creating new traditions with him. One of those is going to be matching onesies. Excellent. Still figuring that out because my <laughs> Amazon order was not going to show up by Christmas, but we shall get those onesies one way or the other. You yes. So those those are a couple of things. Once again, as we end the year, uh, a couple of my girlfriends, old college roommates, we're going to do a phone call and catch up. And for me, that's really, that's how I'm going to end the year. Making some fun is yeah. connecting with people while we still have time. Once January hits, I know it is going to be busy. Every, at least I mean, I'm going back to work. I think a lot of people work starts off pretty, pretty fast at the beginning of the year. So just trying to soak up, soak up time and relationships. Absolutely. Yeah. Tell us about what you'll be doing.
1: I was trying to think of,
0: well, there's one thing my
1: friends, Corey and Hannah and I, we, we all love very, very medium Christmas movies, like, the kinds of movies that you would normally think of as really terrible Christmas movies, but we just have a a genuine enjoyment for those. Mm -hmm. And so we got to talking about what is the best like lifetime slash Hallmark Christmas movie. I was going to ask
0: if Hallmark fell in there. Yeah, Yeah. it does. Absolutely. I thought so.
1: And, or I mean, and Netflix has some too and Hulu and it basically the, the Chris or Christmas romantic comedy is basically what we're talking about. And so we decided That we made a list of some of our favorites and some new ones that we hadn't watched yet. And we made a rating system so you can rate it on a scale of one to five in these different categories like videography, art design, acting, X factor. So basically, if there's something cool about it that you like that makes it great for you, then you can rate it higher. Anyway, so (laughs) we have a whole spreadsheet going and it's just been really fun. I don't know. It's been fun. We've watched some of them together and some of them separately. And then just, yeah, we've been rating them and we'll have our winner by the end of the season. So that's just been a fun thing.
0: Yeah. As we're talking, I'm like, oh, gosh, love languages, blaring, quality (laughs) time with people. That's definitely something we have in common. Yes, absolutely. So we've talked about fun. How do we create joy in this year and in the year on a high note? Let's think back across the year. I know your word was patience. How has 2020 grown you? And maybe expand a little bit more. I know patience is a part of that.
1: Yeah, I think patience was the kind of the beginning of learning, yeah, learning to hold on to that hopefulness of looking at the future and saying, okay, this it's hard right now. It won't always be this hard. How can I make it fun? How can I make, you know, happy moments with my friends, with my family, for, on Zoom, whatever. So learning that patience. But then I think the thing that came out of that patience was learning to to push into those next steps. I tend to be a pretty passive person. I'm not really a go-getter. I'm not like you. I'm not like, here are my 17 goals. I'm going to go get them. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have personal goals that look more like concepts. You know, I want to be more patient or I want to grow more or whatever. Uh, but I don't tend to be a, just a, let's go and get this done person. But I think I've learned to take a few more risks. And I would attribute that to realizing that most of the things in my life are not that stable as 2020 showed us a lot of things can change and so if things are going to change anyway you might as well take risks you might as well go after what you want and just try it and see what happens so I think that's one of the ways I've grown
0: I mean we have a guest bedroom at the end of the day if it doesn't (laughs) thank you if it doesn't work out
1: I don't see my roommate kicking me out anytime soon but (laughs) I appreciate it hey we're putting
0: a fan in so
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah how about you how have you grown
0: I, if you were to look at our notes you'd be like man becky typed a lot of words here <laughs> it was really hard to like pare down yeah. how have how have i grown in 2020 cuz i think there was a lot the headline for me and you even kind of alluded to this hard means hard hard doesn't always mean bad mm, yeah and and you even said this earlier the patience piece it doesn't mean this is forever right And 2020 had a lot of hard times in it, whether it was fear of being a new mother, uh, fear of labor, fear of our gym having to close down, uh, all, all of it. And for me, it was learning that hard is okay and hard can grow us if we let it. It doesn't mean that hard is bad. So that would be the headline for how I've grown in 2020. And I feel like my threshold for being able to tackle hard things has only risen I've got, I can, I'm capable of more, which is good from a personal standpoint. Very, very small, but I think a lot of people out there probably did this after having Sawyer. It was so easy. I mean, I was up at like 1 AM, 3 AM, 5 30 AM. And while I was feeding him, I was just on my phone all the time. And a lot of the times that did not fuel my positive mindset. It caused me to question what I was doing or get worried or anxious or wonder, you know, what these, these people said this, uh, is that directed towards me? Whatever. And so for me, it was doing an audit of social media and really limiting my screen time and being present, being present, enjoying my son and our family time. But also I deleted Snapchat. I deleted things that I'm like, you know what? This is just like, I just waste time sending people funny things. Yes, it's funny, but it's not growing in, in an intentional way.
1: Yeah, I ended up deleting Facebook off my phone. I can still get on on it on my laptop, but I have to make Mm -hmm. that decision because I was finding myself just scrolling Facebook without even remembering to make that decision. So I absolutely can understand that.
0: Yeah, it's it's very social media this year I feel like has been very revealing. You're like, oh my gosh, I was just sitting here and instead of thinking about stuff, I'm on my phone because I'm filling blank time, whereas that could be creative thinking time. Right. or doing something fun so that was that was one piece from a very like specific note on the personal side professionally learning how to navigate the gray no playbook for 2020 and owning your own small business uh, specifically the gym so learning how to navigate navigate that gray making decisions based off the information you have and really what's best for the group and having to stick by that a lot of crisis communication practice this year that's for sure and then spiritually for me it was And this is something Tristan really helped me with. It was not letting fear rule me or overtake me. There's a lot of fear that I had, uh, you know, when there were people we knew who got COVID and uh, our gym, you know, the fear of that and the fear of Sawyer getting sick and what could happen to him and just really trusting that, you know, we're doing what's best and, you know, at the end of the day, putting your faith in God, not letting that fear rule your life. That was a big one for me spiritually this year. And I think for a lot of people, I know Sharita and I talked about this on our podcast. I mean, 2020, you watch the news, whew, if you're not afraid, like, or something, you know, I don't know what's, you, maybe you weren't listening, maybe you had it on mute because <laughs> just weren't paying attention. Yeah. Cause yeah. it just seems like everywhere around us, it seems like 2020, a lot of people, they're just trying to strike fear in you and, and you should be cautious and you should be careful, but you can't let that overtake your happiness. So those are, those are three key things for me that helped me grow throughout this year or how I grew throughout this year.
1: Yeah. So we're looking back, we've looked back on 2020. Let's just, as our last question, take a minute, look forward. What are you thinking about 2021? How, what are your goals already? I'm guessing you already have goals cause it's your Becky. Uh, <laughs> but how do you go about setting those goals or choosing them? Cause that's, I think that's more helpful for people to hear rather than what are your goals? Like, how do you go about choosing them? So what, yes. how do you do that?
0: Yes. I will talk about w- ways for setting goals, my process first. And actually for our gym, we're going to do a, a seminar, an hour long seminar on goal setting, but this is just like, I'm not going to talk for an hour. Ash is like, <laughs> Oh, Hit you know, cut the mic, cut the mic. <laughs> Actually, I think I gave you a thumbs up, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, goal setting is so important, and I think so many of us are thirsty for new goals and a fresh start for 2021. And you, I love this. You talk about your goals being concepts. One of the ways that we should think about setting goals is who do we want to be, not what necessarily do we want to do. That what we need to do will come after we say, okay, this is the person I want to be or how I want to refine myself. And you, you already let that cat out of the bag when you're talking, no, that's, that's fantastic. And I think that's something someone like myself, that's helpful for me because I need to ask myself, okay, what are those key roles in my life? I play now. I'm adding a role as a mother. What type of mother do I want to be? So reflecting on those questions is a great way to think of, okay, if this is the type of mom, I want to be a patient mom, a caring mom, a present mom, what do I need to do? And that's going to help me come up with those actions like limiting social media so I can be more present with my son. So that's, that's one way to think through your goals. Another, the, the Simon Sinek route, start with why, what's mm-hmm. your why? yeah uh, He would say, you know, you have a basically like what sh- what do you feel like your purpose is in life? Start with that. Where are you at setting some goals around that? And then, I mean, for me too, I feel like you should always, you shouldn't just have goals on how you need to get better, but I think you should also set goals. This is a personal opinion. You should also set goals on how do you take your superpowers and make them even better? Oh yeah. How do you continue to improve what you're good at
1: growing your strengths?
0: Yes. Which I know you've talked about creating, writing, like you are good at that, and so you commit to writing blog posts to continue to grow that. See, I'm not even talking about my goals. I'm <laughs> just going to talk about <laughs> Ash this Please whole time. Don't talk about my goals because <laughs> I don't know what to say. Uh, I mean, really, really small, and I I do have these typed up. Some of them, not all of them. It's always easy for me to create like physical goals because I love to work out, and and one of my physical goals, I'm not back to where I once was, and so one of my goals is by June to get back to my physical quote unquote, peak, which I have what those metrics are from a composition standpoint. And then from like, for me, it's mostly strength. I've lost a lot of strength, which is fine. It's 2020. Same. I'm eating microwavable food. I'm eating Cheerios. <laughs> you're, you're dealing with medieval torture devices. <laughs> uh, so strength is a big one. Uh, fortunately, I've got good training partners like Ash to help me out there. Uh, also, I mean, learning how to be a mom and working. I've never done that before. Yeah besides the gym work, but actually doing my full-time job at Elenco. And I don't know the specifics around that yet. I think I'm, once again, I'm going to have to think, who do I, what type of mom do I want to be as a working mom? And once I get back into it, I feel like some of those goals will get more specific as I learn what that's like.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So that was my very long-winded answer, because I love talking about goals. I liked it. (laughs) Ash, tell us, how do you go about setting goals, and perhaps what are some of them or the concepts you've thought of for 2021?
1: Well, I think I've always been kind of that conceptual goal person. I actually, I was looking for something specific recently, and so I was rifling through my digital copies of everything I wrote in college. I was looking for something. I don't even remember what I was looking for. But I found this list just called Who I Want to Be?, and it's from August 23rd of 2007. Oh my god. And it has all these concepts of basically always puts others first, in shape, an athlete, um, fun, check, silly. Check. Yeah, someone who is a good friend. So I I have always thought through these concepts and I can actually look at this and say I have taken Like, like you said, I took these concepts and then I put them into concrete behaviors. And I do think I've grown in all of these areas. I don't think there's a single thing on this list that I'm like, wow, I really still suck at that. (laughs) It's so
0: cool. Just the first three you listed. I'm like, yes. When I think of Ash, those are all pieces of who you are and your identity and what you do well.
1: And they were things I wanted. And so I went after it. And I think that's still how I work. And so I can look at those and say, okay, how do I want to continue to change and grow and continue to grow on those strengths, like you said, and then other ways I can say, okay, I've, I've got some of those down. I can move on to other things. Who else do I want to be? What other kind of person do I want to be and work on? So that's, that's sort of how I start. One thing that I use, um, Jenny Allen, I've talked about her before. She puts out a, I think it's usually called a, a dream guide, but this year she's calling it a life inventory because 2020 was just weird. So she puts <laughs> out a free... Tool that I use. I work through it every year between Christmas and and New Year's. Just it helps me process. It just asks questions, basically. And then, yeah, I'm thinking about kind of kind of bringing that patience in because I do have a back injury. I want to set goals. I want to set physical goals for 2021, but also understanding that I have limitations mm-hmm. and trying to figure out where is that balance. And so asking myself questions of what will I be happy with if I accomplish. You know, if I get to the end of 2021 and I've accomplished one physical goal, instead of like pushing myself and injuring myself more, how am I going to feel at the end of the year if I have accomplished this one thing? And so trying to look forward to December of 21 and then work my way backward a little bit. So that's, those are my ways that I typically start.
0: Way to be realistic.
1: Thank you. Sometimes S- it
0: works and sometimes <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> I was like, some. So- We are not going to go over smart goals here. But I'm like, oh, yeah, realistic. Uh You have an an injury. How do you, what will make you happy with taking that into consideration?
1: Yeah, definitely. By
0: the end of 2021. Yeah.
1: Well, friends, we are so thankful that you spent any time with us at all on the Living Box (laughs) Free podcast this year. We've had so much fun doing this and talking about goals and looking forward to next year. And we are excited to continue into next year. We will... This will be our last episode for 2020. And then Becky's going back to work, and I'm starting a new role. So it's going to be a little bit crazy at first, but we're going to wait a couple weeks into January and then assess what we're going to do and what our schedule will be. So we will get back to you. Keep your eyes out for more Living Box Free content. (laughs)
0: Keep your
1: eyes peeled. Where are (laughs) at? We don't know. (laughs) (laughs) We hope you have a wonderful end of your year. Happy holidays, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye.